Chapter 51 The Sin and Folly of Being Unhappy Serve the Lord with Gladness Psalm 102 I once had the question put to me, Do you think a sinner has any right to be happy here? Without entering into the truths or errors that the question suggested, I simply answered, Is there any religion in being miserable? And I added at another time to a similar question, I don't think that gloom is a bit better or more acceptable to God than the most frivolous silliness. Do not put on a gloomy face as the hypocrites do. Matthew 6.16, said the Lord. Let us consider the sin and folly of being unhappy, especially of rendering unhappy service to God. His yoke is easy, and His burden light. 1. God is happy. He is the blessed God, in whom are the fountains of all gladness. Thus, that expression, the joy of God, is one denoting the joy that is in God, even more than the joy He gives. Christ was a man of sorrows during His earthly life because He was bearing our sins, but He sorrowed so that we might not sorrow but rejoice. He served the Father in sorrow so that we might serve Him with gladness. 2. The angels are happy. They are the blessed angels. They only know what sorrow is by seeing it in us when they come to minister to us. Their heaven is a happy heaven. All around them is happiness. Their wells never run dry, their sky never clouds, and their sun never sets. They don't sigh, weep, wring their hands, nor sprinkle ashes on their fair heads. They always drink from the rivers of pleasure, which are at the right hand of God. Sometimes their joy rises higher, as when they shouted for joy over the newly made world, or as when they are called on to join in the joy of God over one sinner that repents. They serve the Lord with gladness. 3. Forgiven men are happy. This is David's testimony. How blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven. Psalm 32, 1. These are a twofold class. One, those who have departed and are with Christ, and two, those who are still here. Of the latter section of redeemed men, we say they are happy, though imperfect, because they are forgiven. They are in an evil world and have much evil within them, many trials, sore warfare, great feebleness, yet they are happy. Why? Because they are forgiven. The favor of God rests on them. They know it and find that in His favor is life. Being forgiven and knowing this, they serve the Lord with gladness. It would appear then not only that there is happiness in heaven with God and the holy angels, but that there is happiness also here on earth, and that we may be partakers of it. The basis and the beginning of that happiness must be the forgiveness of sins and the favor of God. These are attainable. They are presented to us as free gifts. We are implored to accept them, and we cannot reject them without sinning. We see then that it is both sinful and foolish to be unhappy. That is, where there is unhappiness, it must be the result of our own sin and folly in refusing to be happy. Let me notice then, 1. We can only be unhappy by refusing pardon. The pardon is provided, and it is preached to the sons of men. It is 1. A free pardon, 2. A righteous pardon, 
three, a present pardon, four, a comprehensive pardon covering all sin, and five, a pardon to be had in simply believing what God has told us about the propitiation of His Son. God is not refusing pardon, bargaining about it, affixing unreasonable conditions, or indeed conditions of any kind, nor making it an uncertainty or the reward of a good life. On the contrary, He is making it known in the clearest terms. He is laying it down at our feet. He is taking it up and putting it into our hands, pressing us with exceeding and infinite urgency to receive it at once, absolutely, unconditionally, and unchangeably, as His free gift. If so, then must not the absence of this pardon be the fruit of our own rejection of it, and not God's sovereignty or unwillingness? We are unhappy not simply because we are sinful and foolish, but also because we are resolutely indulging in the sin and folly of rejecting God's gift, and so of refusing to be happy. A sinner's unhappiness is the result of his sin and folly. Oh, sinful, foolish man you are, to refuse the happiness provided by God, to prefer the sad countenance of the hypocrite to the face shining with pardon. Two, we can only be unhappy by refusing Christ. It is not Christ's refusing us, He never did so, but it is our refusing Christ that keeps us unhappy. He is the free gift of God to us. He, the living, the dying, the buried, the risen Christ. He, the Word made flesh. He, the great vessel of divine fullness. He, the depository of eternal life. He is God's free gift to us, a gift that we are not merely at liberty to accept, but that we also refuse at our peril. We can only be unhappy by refusing Christ. Oh, the folly and sin of remaining unhappy! Persistence in the rejection of Christ is the true cause of all the unhappiness of earth. You shut your eyes and ears against Him. How can you be happy? And three, we can only be unhappy by determining not to turn. God says, Turn back, turn back from your evil ways. Why then will you die? Ezekiel 33:11. Turn and live. It is vain for us to throw the blame off ourselves and say, I want to turn, but I cannot, and God won't help me. This is not true. I am most willing to be converted, but God will not convert me, is just as if the drunkard were to say, I am most willing to give up drinking, but God won't help me to be sober. Or if the swearer were to say, I am most anxious to cease swearing, but I cannot, and God will not give me the power. Whatever then the solemn truth of God's sovereignty may be, and he would not be God were he not sovereign, it is not that sovereignty that is hindering you from turning, but your own determination not to do so. Your not turning is the cause of your unhappiness. You cannot be happy until you turn. Your being unhappy is then your own sin and folly. O foolish sinner, to refuse to be happy! O folly without parallel! But in that unhappy state you cannot serve the Lord. In like manner it is with all of us. We might be always happy if we were always receiving the gifts that Christ presents to us, crediting the divine testimony as to the sufficiency of the great sacrifice and the freeness of the great love. Unhappiness thus is willful. 
you will not come to me. It profits nothing. It does not liberate, strengthen, sanctify, nor comfort. To be unhappy is our folly and our sin. When happy, we can work so much more vigorously and successfully. No toil is irksome, no trouble or annoyance is felt. When unhappy, everything is reversed. Be happy then in God. This is one great part of our testimony. Taste His love, live in His smile. Then you will see what a wise and holy thing happiness is, and when Jesus comes the second time, you will enter into His joy.